bullish or bearish. Whether you're a rookie trader or a rock star, we believe there's room for everyone. Every Filipino can learn how to trade. We're just your average Joe. But together, let's take advantage of the greatest equalizer of wealth ever, the stock market, where millions can be made and lost in a click of a finger. The journey to trading mastery is a lifetime, and we're here to stay. We are ZFT. And this is where the hot money is. Okay, so good evening guys. Welcome to our Ask CFT Weekly Podcast for tonight. This is episode 55 and it's Coach Cosmos. We'll be talking about watchlist creation. How to improve your trade selection process. Okay, so itong, itong uh, topic na to. I know marami sa inyo yung magugustuhan to, especially those who are medyo beginner pa lang. Kasi isa talaga to sa mga nagiging struggle na no, mga beginner traders. Okay? So, I actually, um, hindi ko naisip tong topic na to on the fly. Nakita ko siya dito sa ating um, consultations channel. So, I forgot sino exactly yung nagpa-consult, no? Uh, let me just check yung Discord and... See, sino ba yung contributor natin for tonight's question? Okay, sana yun. Ayun, so this um, question is inspired or influenced by Sir Ramses Cabanal, one of our students in the immersion program. So ito yung naging question niya sa consultations channel. Good afternoon, I have a question regarding filtering sa mga nawa-watchlist. How will you prioritize kung sino ang unang i-execute If same structure for the setup, but difference lang, let's say, is yung distance lang sa resistance. So, let's say daw may tatlong coins. So, is talking about the crypto market. Meron doon siyang tatlong coins na tinitingnan. All of them just broke a significant resistance. And all of them approaching a significant resistance. So, parang nasa gitna ng dalawang resistance. And um, third one, I think uh, ang pinag-usapan niya dito is different. types of um, structure. No? So, yung third one daw is medyo malayo sa resistance. So, how will you prioritize? So, yung uh, topic natin tonight is inspired by this question but not really, we're not really going to answer directly yung question ni Sir Ramses kasi very specific yung question niya sa crypto market and sa context ng nakikita niya sa chart. No? Yung discussion tonight is more general, more on the overview of how you can improve your stock selection or your coin selection process. So along the way guys, if meron kayong questions, don't hesitate to ask them dito sa ating chat box sa Zoom. Okay, para later, after ng discussion, pwede natin siyang balikan. Okay? So, let's first answer this uh, very simple or very basic question. Ano ba yung watchlist? Okay? A watchlist is basically your, kumbaga pag ano pa yan, no? pag uh, meron kang universe in trading, Your watchlist is basically your trading universe for the day or for the week. Okay, depende kung anong klaseng trader ka. Ibig sabihin, if that's your universe, dyan ka lang iikot. Okay? You'll not go outside of it. And your focus is only limited or narrowed down into those um, set of instruments or set of names na natin sa watchlist mo. For some traders, their watchlist can go as high as like 20 to 30 names. Okay? Yung iba naman, yung watchlist nila, less than 10 lang. So, if you're um, here and wondering, ano ba talaga, coach, yung 
ideal number of names in your watch list? The answer to that is it really depends. Okay, wala yung black and white answer. Tulad, uh, like a lot of questions in trading, there's no like one uh, shoe or, sorry, tama ba? One shoe that fits all sizes. Walang ganun eh. Okay, it really depends on a lot of factors. So, may ibang tao, like they can focus or kaya nilang magbigay ng quality trade plan even if sobrang dami ng watch list nila. Okay, if, you, if you're listening to some international traders, like when they talk about their trading process sa YouTube or if you try to research about them, nakikita nyo doon na minsan yung mga watch list na mga day traders, uh, not day traders, mga swing traders and trend followers, umaabot na mga 30 names. Okay? Ako personally, if nasa 30 names na yung watch list ko, it means hindi ko sila na-filter down ng mas maayos. Okay? So, that may not be applicable to me, pero sa kanila, yun yung nag-work sa kanila. Okay? So, it's not really about the number of names in your watch list, but on how you filter down or narrow down your watch list that makes all the difference. Okay? So, tonight, meron tayong pag-uusapan na very simple framework. Okay? I'd say na it's simple because even siguro kahit sabihin natin o oh, newbie ka, pag nakita mo yung framework na to, maintindihan mo siya agad. But for advanced traders, probably you're already doing this. So if you've been in TR or ZFT for like at least two to three years and medyo hasa na yung, ano man, yung trade, trading process mo, hindi na to bago sa'yo. No? So if meron ng added value sa pag-usapan natin tonight, maybe it's more on the enhancement side of things. Okay? Pero pag newbie ka, beginner ka, and talagang um, yung, yung nangyayari sa'yo is, di ba, lalo na pag bull market, tinitingnan mo yung charts, tinitingnan mo yung iba't ibang names na nandoon sa side ng trading view ng investagrams mo. Tapos, sumasakit na yung ulo mo kasi parang hindi mo alam sino yung uunahin, ano yung trade Di ba, kasi parang lahat gumagalaw. Then this discussion is for you. Okay? So, task kamay, sino yung, sino yung parang ganun yung nangyayari sa kanila, yung latter na dinescribe ko? Na parang lahat gumagalaw, hindi mo alam kung ano yung titingnan mo, ano yung unahin mo. Okay, lahat ng setups sa ZFT, parang trinay mong pag-aralan. Tapos lahat ng setups ngayon, nangyayari siya sa market. So, you feel like overwhelmed or lost. Sino yung ganun? Okay, patayt naman ni sa chat. Okay, honest, honesty tayo ngayon. Okay, wala ba? Oh, wala naman pala. Huwag na lang tayo mag-ano. Huwag na lang tayo mag-podcast. Ayun, so meron. Sabi ni Sir Peter, dati daw. So, tingnan natin na if na-improve na yung ating uh, process. Okay, so, your watchlist creation process should always start with identifying your trading profile. Now, this is a topic by itself. Okay, in fact, uh, dito sa uh, podcast natin, we've talked about this more than twice, if I'm not mistaken. Diba? Pero babalik at babalik tayo dito. Okay? Siguro kung meron mang parang katakataka dito sa... Uh, starting point natin. I think sa ibang ano kasi no, sa ibang uh, system or sa ibang traders, yung watchlist mo nakadepende sa system or strategy mo. Okay? So may iba na ganun yung iniisip. But sa akin, regardless of your strategy, in fact, before you even choose yung strategy or yung system na gagamitin mo, ang kailangan mo talagang unang malaman is sino ka as a trader. Okay? And this is a really uh, difficult question for many of us. Especially if wala kang ka-idea-idea, like, ano bang ibig sabihin nun? Like, sino ako as a trader? Like, ako as a guy or ako as a professional? What, what do we mean when we say our trading profile? 
So in the ZFT, or hindi to exclusive in ZFT, but in ZFT, we always say that when it comes to trade profiles, there are four. Okay? Meron yung apat na categories. So you have momentum, you have swing trading, you have trend following, and you have position trading. Okay? Sa manag TI dito, you know what's the difference of this four. But if you have not attended TI and you just want a little bit of overview, ano ba tong apat na to? Uh, moment, momentum trading is all about, well, from the name itself, it's trading momentum. Okay? Yung pinaka-basic na um, trait of a momentum trader is they love strength. Okay? It's either strength to the upside or strength to the downside. And momentum traders usually participate um, in very, yung quick run-ups, okay? yung consecutive green candles or consecutive red candles. That's the nature of momentum trading. Okay? Swing trading naman, on the other hand, is more of a longer version of momentum kasi instead of just participating in one leg, okay, yung one consecutive leg of momentum, they can participate in multiple legs. Okay? And then you have trend following. So trend following, you ride the trend diba, until it bends. And finally, you have position trading. So position trading is a type of trading wherein you um, participate sa time na hindi pa masyadong tinitingnan yung stock. Okay? Kumbaga parang nasa ano pa lang siya, nasa accumulation stage pa lang. So again, no, this is a topic by itself and I don't want to really delve on this but at minimum, dapat naintindihan mo ano yung difference ng mga profiles na to or maybe if this is the first time na nirinig mo sila, then at least be aware that they exist. Okay? Kasi karamihan sa mga beginning, beginner traders, they think na you're a trader, that's it. Okay? And and the most common um classification na akala ng iba no na yun yung trading is day trading, right? Like you're not a trader if you're not trading day in and day out. Okay? Pag hindi ka nagte-trade every day, um ang parang label sa ng mga traders na walang kaalam-alam about different profiles is you're just a casual trader. Kumbaga parang ha, hindi ka nagte-trade araw-araw, hindi ka tumi hindi ka like nagsi-scalp, hindi ka tumitingin sa 3 minute or 1 minute chart then hindi ka trader, di ba? Bakit, bakit daily chart lang tinitingnan mo? Meron bang, um, meron bang pera dyan? Di ba yung pera nasa ano yan, sa mga mabibilis na moves in the intraday charts? Okay? If you meet a trader, ganun yung sasabihin sa'yo or ganun yung parang idea niya of what trading is, then chances are, no, yung trader na yun, siguro mga less than six months experience pa lang. Okay? So there is an array of different trader profiles. In fact, yung, yung apat na yan, sila lang yung parang major categories talaga. Okay? In the middle of this four categories, okay, ng mga iba't ibang traders, meron yung mga nasa gitna, no? Like, you can be a swing momentum trader, okay? You can be a swing trend follower, you can be a momentum trend follower, may mga ganun, right? Example, yung tinatanong ni Sir Peter, no? Sabi niya, momentum at swing halos pareho ang sell objective nila, okay? Well, if you think about it in terms of the way these different profiles are selling and buying, may mga similarities, okay? But there are also striking differences. So, kunwari, yung question ni Sir Peter, no, like, momentum sells on strength. Swing sells on first sign of weakness. Okay? That, at least, that's how I understand it. Ha? So, there's a difference between selling on strength. Ibig sabihin, pag-imagine pag nyo yung chart, no? Sunod-sunod na green candles, that's strength. Okay? So, a momentum trader will usually Okay, take note, uh, usually, not all the time, but usually sell 
in a green candle if, if we're talking about long trading. Okay. Meanwhile, a swing trader will normally sell on the first sign of weakness. So first sign of weakness can, can be um, described in a lot of ways. So again, ito kasi yung ano no, ito yung gusto kong maintindihan nyo, especially if you're a beginner trader. There's really no black and white in trading. Okay, like, when we say sell on weakness, a swing trader usually sells on weakness. Weakness can come in a variety of ways. And what's weakness for you may not be what weakness is in my own trading system. Okay, naiintindihan nyo ba yun? It's, it's very um, difficult to answer a question from a trader na ang tanong niya is very gusto niya ng parang black and white answer. Okay? Some traders would ask na, Coach, saan ko dapat ilagay yung stop loss ko? Sa low ba or sa some two flux lang ba below? Three flux ba? Diba? Yung mga ganong questions, I mean, I don't blame um, traders having that kind of question kasi kahit ako before, ganun din ako, ganun din yung idea ko of trading. Eh. Like, there's really this 100% exact way of trading right okay but in trading it's in actual trading it's not the case a lot of things are really relative okay i, I won't say subjective ah, kasi subjective it's a very um parang pangit yung connotation ng subjectivity in trading eh medyo mahirap yun no relative in the sense that it's relative to your context as a trader okay to your context as a profile and also with the kind of strategy that you're trading Okay? So, makita nyo dito guys, no? um, in this topic, di ba, watchlist creation yung pinag-uusapan natin. Yung starting point natin, parang pagtitingnan mo, medyo malayo siya dun sa watchlist creation. Because ito yung parang gusto ko ding maintindihan nyo. No? When it comes to trading, everything is interconnected. Okay? Like, the way you um, treat money or treat capital, even before you became a trader, yung perception mo or yung habits, attitude mo towards money, madadala at madadala mo yan with how you trade. Okay? And this is what a lot of newbies don't recognize kasi they think, no, parang yung trading, it's just like a, just a random hobby. No? Okay, gusto ko matutunan mag-trade, so mag-aral ako ng candlesticks, okay, mag-enroll ako sa GFT, and then after that, marunong na ako mag-trade. Okay? That's how they think when it comes to being a trader. But, Siguro, um, sa mga nakikinig ngayon, if you've been in the market for at least two years, okay, that's, yung, masasabi ko yung two years yan, yung parang minimum na magkakaroon ka talaga ng mga eureka moment, yung, mga deep realizations when it comes to trading, you will you will realize na um, trading is parang life. <laughs> ganun, no? as, as cliche as that sounds, but that's the truth. Everything spills to your, to how you trade. And how you trade also spills to how you act or how you behave in real life. So, di ba makita nyo dito na kahit watchlist yung pinag-uusapan natin, relevant pa rin yung trading profile. Ay, bakit? Kasi guys, ganito yan. Now, let's go a little bit technical. If you're a swing trader, there are only very specific moves or very specific setups na dapat yun lang yung tinitingnan mo. Okay? Same with uh, being a momentum trader. Do, do you think, no, if if you decide, okay, momentum trader ako, this is the profile that I want to master. Do you think na it's going to be value-adding for you? Na momentum trader ka, pero pag may nakikita kang like parang stock na blue chip, na mabagal, 
na fundamentally driven. Tapos nakita mo na, uy, gumawa siya ng panibagong 52-week low. So dito ako magfo-focus. Do you think that's going to be value-adding to you as a momentum trader? Di ba parang hindi? Kasi merong mismatch. Yes, merong setup, di ba? Merong, pwede mong ilagay. Technically, pwede mo siyang ilagay sa watchlist mo if you're familiar with that setup. Pero if you're really committed to being this um, type of trader, yun yung gusto mong i-master for the next three to five years, you won't even look at those kind of moves. Okay? And when it, when it comes to trading, guys, if you really want like to improve the way you approach the market, it's really about focus. Okay? It's really about mastery. Uh, I remember may isang, it's, not, it's a live seminar na ginawa ng COL, pero meron siyang recording sa YouTube. Na try to search for it. I think it was recorded back in 2018. Okay, nakalimutan ko yung name ng webinar. Eh. But in that webinar, I mean, in that live seminar, pinag-usapan nila yung difference ng momentum trader. Ano? Yeah, momentum trading and position trading. And I remember yung speaker, yung speaker sa momentum trading is si Sir Edmund. Do you know Sir Edmund? Sir Edmundly? Usually, nakikita mo yan siya dun sa, uh, pag may COL ka before, like, siya yung parang CEO. Tama ba? CEO ba siya or what? So, Sir, Sir Edmund. Tapos, yung kapatid niya, which I, now I forgot the name. I think, ano ba yung kapatid niya? Nakalimutan ko. Basta lead din siya. Malamang. <laughs> so, siya naman, ang pinag-usapan niya that time is position trading. So, do, doon sa ano, yun, right, si Sir Edward. So, doon sa topic ni Sir Edmund, and the very funny thing about that seminar, guys, is ganito siya eh, like, may dalawang rooms, okay? So, on the other room, doon yung mga position traders, okay? Kumbaga, you, you, you can only choose one topic na dapat atendan mo kasi sabay sila. Okay? Parang yung sa ano din natin, yung sa, ano ba yung trader fair, di ba? Parang gano'n, like sabay-sabay yung mga discussions. So, pili ka lang ng kung ano. So, syempre, um, mas matunog, di ba? Mas attractive yung momentum trading kasi, uy, momentum, no? parang mabilis, gano'n. Gano'n yung idea, eh. So, mas maraming tao nag-attend doon kay Sir Edmund kaysa doon kay Sir Edward. And then, uh, at the start of the discussion, nagpa-survey Sir Edmund. Sabi niya, sa lahat ng names na nakita niyo ngayon, okay, may pinakita siyang set of names sa slide niya. Nandun yung mga Ali, okay, SM, Mega World, mga blue chips. And then, there are other names there like yung Now Corporation na medyo third liners, di ba? Kung nagpa-survey siya, alin dito yung um, gusto niyong i-trade? Na gusto niyong doon kay kumita? Okay? So, momentum web it, momentum topic yun, ah, seminar. Ang lumabas, after the survey, more than half of the audience gustong i-trade yung Ali, okay, yung Mega World, yung mga blue chips. So, sabi niya ganun, sa lahat ng tao daw na parang ito yung dinote, dapat ata doon kay sa kabila mag-attend <laughs> sa position trading. Okay? So, do, do you get the, ano? Do you get the, what happened there? From the very start, diba? Hindi pa siya nagdi-discuss kung ano yung momentum trading and all. The the way that um, Sir Edmund classified his audience just according to what they think should they be trading. Okay? Like, why would you trade blue chips okay, which are heavily fundamentally driven big cap stocks na 
hindi gagalaw um, ng 50 to 100% in a span of like 2 to 3 months. Why would you trade that but you want to be a momentum trader? Again, there's a mismatch. Okay? So at least, okay, that, that example shows you na hindi lang ako, no? You, you can watch that YouTube video if you want after this um, discussion. Panoorin yun. Eh, ganun yung naging, ano yun, no? Ganun yung naging starting point niya. So that shows na creating your watch list, choosing the stocks or choosing the coins that you'll be trading, ang starting point mo talaga da dapat is who you are. Okay? What kind of trader do you want to be? Okay? And only then, only then if like you have this, kahit sabi natin hindi 100% commitment, like just the idea na, okay, I want to master this type of trading. I want to become a momentum trader. So only then can you choose, okay, take note ha, only then can you choose the strategy na gagamitin mo as a trader. And when we say strategy, what's an example of a strategy? Well, as in the ZFT system, the ZFT system is technically a strategy. Okay? It's a system, right? Pero under the ZFT system, di ba maraming setups? Okay? Each setup is a strategy by itself. Okay? I, I want you guys to see it that way. So yung mga slingshot, CH, bounce, ano, ano pa yan? Yung mga combination ng Fibonacci, Darvas, RSI, etc., etc. Lahat ng to, no? Ito mga patterns na pinagsama-sama lang for confluences. Each of them, are technically strategies. Hindi mo sila pwede i-trade lahat ng sabay. Okay? Or kahit hindi sabay. Like, hindi mo sila pwede, hindi mo pwede sabihin sa sarili mo, okay, ito-trade ko lahat to. Kasi tinuro to sa amin sa TI or tinuro to sa amin sa kung anumang course ang pinasok yun. No? So, therefore, I need to trade all of these things. No. Okay? <laughs> hindi yun mag-work. And if ever it works for you, then maybe you're a really, well, you're a market outlier, no? But, for 99% of people, that's not what we want you to do. Kaya nga, diba, when, when we discuss these strategies, ah, wait, be before we go to that, no? nagtataka ba kayo, lalo na yung mga nag-TI, do, uh, do you wonder why kailangan pa kayong turuan like the very basics of things from the MAs to Darvas before we go to the strategy? Alam niyo ba, may mga um, students, ito, nakikita ko lang sa mga feedback, di ba? We're very open to feedback, but very surprising that some students, ang gusto nila is, turo mo na agad yung strategy. Bakit kailangan pong paligoy-ligoy dito sa mga MAs na to and all of this stuff na mukhang basic naman. Just teach us the strategy and we're good to go. And I know, may iba sa inyo, ganun yung gusto, di ba? Like, sample, sabi natin, no, inside, inside TR, um, we don't just tell you na, okay, ito yung strategy, this is the pattern, ito yung, ito yung conditions, RSI, dapat ganito, ganyan, blah, 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 and then yan yung i-trade mo. We don't do that. Okay? Meron tayong very specific approach and it's it's very, um, from the very basic and then you you slowly expand, okay? And then you learn to integrate the basics. Diba sa TI may integration? And then from integration, that's the time you begin to have a holistic idea of what each setup is all about. Do you know why that's the approach? Because that is the only approach that will give you the right mindset and the right systematic um, approach to these strategies. So again, guys, ha, do not trade 
all of the strategies that we teach in the ZFT system at the same time. Okay? Each strategy, each setup, meron silang kanya-kanyang edge. Okay? And when we say edge, no, this means na some of them will work in a very specific market environment and some of them won't work in the, in the market environment that we have right now. And that's very important kasi um, the idea of traders is pag may strategy, yung idea nila is every time they, they see the strategy, paulit-ulit lang nilang itatrade yun hanggang sa kikita sila. Okay, without any context or whatsoever. So again, that's not the right approach. Okay, if may narinig man kayo from us na, okay, basta yan, yung CH, okay, yung CH na setup, paulit-ulit mo lang yung trade, regardless kung anong market, anong nangyayari, anong time frame, okay, this pattern will always repeat, trade it, and you'll be profitable. If you hear any of us telling you, or sinasabihan kayo na ganun yung dapat na approach, sabihan nyo ako, kasi that's not the right approach. Okay, as the head of the education and innovation department inside PR, that's not the learning approach that we want to happen here. Okay, bakit? Kasi, again, it doesn't work that way. Okay? So, kailangan mong maintindihan what each strategy or setup is um, fit for your trader profile. Okay? And I I, I wanted to give you sana, no, like data on how this works. Pero baka masyadong maging overwhelming, lalo na sa mga newbies. No? But just to give an idea, if you backtest yung CH setup, anyone familiar with CH? Ito kasi yung pinaka-common na setup eh. Like, sa, even if hindi ka nag-TI, naririnig mo yung setup na to. CH, consolidation at the highs. Anyone familiar with it? Pat-type, pat-type naman me. Okay, uh, let me see no from the audience. Sino yung parang medyo naririnig to? Okay. Then, we have a few. Sama hindi alam, ano ba yung CH coach? First time ko marinig yan. CH is a setup na ganito yung itsura ng, ng, ano, ng chart. Okay, drawing ko na lang. Ayaw kong magpakita ng chart eh. So, there is a rally na consolidate. Okay, very tight consolidation. Parang bull flag. Okay, bull flag. As after that, breakout. Okay? Ako, I've been doing backtesting for like five years now. Okay? And my back, the, the way I backtest, guys, okay, ito alam ng mga immersion students natin, I don't do it manually. Okay, may manual aspect siya, pero what do I do? I program, I code the conditions, I get the data, from like charts, ini-import ko siya or sa trading view, I can use the data in trading view and code my back my backtesting uh, script and then it will do the backtesting for me. So wala tong bias or whatsoever. Like, hindi ko manipulate yung data. It's really the cold, uh, tawag dito? the cold hard results. And when you backtest the CH setup as a strategy, yeah, if you use the daily chart, Maganda ang result. Like, it's very profitable sa daily chart. But you use any time frame, negative ang result niya. Okay? You can test it. Okay? Kung marunong kayo mag-code or marunong, marunong kayong gumawa ng automated backtesting or if you don't want automated backtesting, gusto niyo talagang i-manual siya. You just make sure na when you do manual backtesting, walang familiarity bias or recency bias. Okay? If you backtest it in any other time frame, it's not as effective. In fact, no, if you trade CH using like 3 minute or 5 minute or 15 minute or any time frame below the 4 hour chart, regardless of crypto, PSEI, US market, any time frame, it's not profitable. 
Now I may I may be wrong with this, no? Okay? Hindi ko naman sinasabi na like 100% sure ako. But as far as my back testing was concerned, 'yun yung naging resulta sa akin. Okay? 'Yun yung power ng back testing, guys. Ah. Gusto ko lang din i i, i sideline yun dito sa topic natin tonight. Doon ko na figure out na pag nag-trade pala ako ng CH, dapat daily chart lang. Any other time frame, hindi siya effective. Or or um slingshot setup. Yung yung talagang slingshot na standard slingshot setup, ha? walang modification whatsoever. Ganon din yung makita nyo. Um, slingshot setups in time frames na 1 minute, 5 minute, 15 minute, hindi siya ganon ka-effective. Okay? So, doon ko na-debunk. Doon ko na parang na-debunk sa self ko. Kasi kahit ako dati inisip ko, lahat ng setups na to, effective siya, regardless of the market, regardless of the time frame that you trade, doon ko na-debunk na, no, it's, hindi pala ganon. Okay? There's very specific strategies na may may edge lang siya for a specific time frame kung hindi man specific time frame for a specific um market condition or kung hindi man specific market condition a specific market okay so ito balik tayo sa CH i tried back testing CH okay that set up sa forex kahit sa daily chart niya effective okay so nakita nyo I, again, I can show you data, but it's, it will take like two to three hours para lang mahimay ko yung data para sa inyo. Okay, and it's going to be very overwhelming. So, ito, more on summary na lang, no? Okay, I've done the work, and hindi ko kayo parang, hindi ko to sinasabi just for the sake na parang mapaisip lang kayo. No, because the data told me na sa Forex, hindi siya effective. Ibig sabihin, or tama ba na ang, ang maging conclusion ko doon is, Ah, okay. So, yung CH, hindi siya effective sa Forex. Therefore, the GFT system is not fit for Forex. Tama ba yung conclusion na yan? No. Bakit? CH is just one of the strategies under the GFT system. Marami pang iba eh. Okay? So, going back, dito sa um, framework natin. First two pa lang, di ba? Grabe na yung, yung layers na kailangan nating maintindihan. So, going back to this. When you think of strategies, I want you to really understand what you're trading. Hindi lang yan patterns or hindi lang yan like combination ng mga kung ano-anong indicators na pinagsama-sama natin. Then yun na yung trade mo. Okay? And th this is actually the, the very saddening fact about most uh, mentorship programs. Hindi lang, minsan ang GFT, like nakita ko like, may tendency na maging ganun. That's why minsan nagbabat in ako na parang sinasabi ko na pop sweet lang, hindi dapat ganyan natin, hindi dapat ganyan yung way na pagturo natin dyan. Okay? Because, yes, trading is um, easy, but you have to like differentiate between something that is easy and something that is um, simple. Okay? Yun pala. Sorry, mali yung sinabi ko kanina. Yes, trading is simple, but you have to differentiate between simple and easy. Kasi a lot of people, they confuse the two. Eh. Diba? Na narinig yun na ba yung phrase na trading, good trading is easy. Diba? Good trading is boring. Okay. When when a newbie hears that, they begin to think na, ah, okay, so trading is simple and trading is um boring. Diba? They begin to think na, so madali lang pala mag-trade. And dahil naiinisip nila na madali lang mag-trade, na it's just all about memorizing the patterns, what they do is they just memorize the patterns. 
hindi na nila iniisip kung bakit this pattern works. Okay, they don't think, they don't try to explore like why why this pattern works better in this kind of market as opposed to this other market. And that's where the losses come in. Okay? Kaya minsan pag pag nagbabasa ako sa uh, the way people are talking about the setups dito sa Discord natin, like sa PSEI, sa crypto, gusto ko i-level up pa yung ano eh, discussion. Medyo busy lang talaga ako recently, no? But I, I want to have us or or gusto ko na yung the way we discuss these strategies is not on a bookish level. Hindi siya yung parang um it's just uh tinatrade ko yung RSI divergence. Bakit mo siya tinatrade? An- anong anong meron diyan sa RSI divergence? Uh, hindi ko alam. Basta nagwo-work siya kasi yun yung tinuro sa akin. Okay? That's like that's like you're being uh, you're a doctor tapos um pinaopera ka then tinat parang after that parang tinanong ka ng parents ng patient na doc bakit bakit ito yung operation na ginawa mo sa anak namin then sasabihin mo um ma'am bang, hindi ko talaga alam eh yun kasi yung sabi sa book <laughs> di ba yun kasi yung tinuro ng prof namin sa med school di ba so di ba parang pag ganun ka yung syempre yung kung ikaw yung parents di ba ikaw yung parent ng pasyente kakabahan ka kasi wait lang bakit ganun bakit hindi niya ma-explain kung bakit important yun Okay? So, this is added work. Okay? Yung gusto kong sabihin, no? this is added work. But, I would tell you na, it's a very value-adding work. And as much as we want na parang uh, ganun yung maging approach natin when it comes to like sa courses, sa DFT, no? but for me kasi, no, itong added work na to, it's really self-work. Okay? It's really like yung effort mo, yung commitment mo to explore, to really dig deep into the setups, into the system, the strategies na tinuturo sa inyo. Kasi again, this is not a plug and play game. Hindi to yung parang, ito yung ZFT system, no? ito parang microchip ng ZFT system. Itusok mo lang sa utak mo, tapos okay na, magaling ka na mag-trade. Hindi ganun eh. Hindi siya ganun nag-work. Okay? Say, can we have like that commitment as traders? Okay? Can, can you tell yourself na I'm really happy that I know this system, I learned the ZFT system, but I'm not going to be contented with just like unders or like memorizing just the patterns or like just trading it kasi tinuro siya ni Coach Cosmos or ni Coach Yuri. Okay? I won't settle with that. I really want to understand this. Okay? I want to understand this game. I want to understand the context of the strategy. Gusto ko maintindihan like which strategy really fits me as a trader or based on the market I'm trading, ano dito yung talagang masabi ko na fit sa market na to. You can't just ask around, ask mentors or ask someone else na, kung ikaw, anong, anong strategy ginagamit mo dito sa market na to? Para kopyahin na lang kita. You can't do that because, again, each of us, we are unique participants in the market. We have different strengths and weaknesses. We have different profiles. We have different perceptions in, in money or capital. Iba't iba yung mental wallet natin. So we discussed that uh, the previous week, di ba? So all of those factors will come into play in this framework. Okay? Naintindihan ba? So, this is the, for me, huh? this is the foundation. This is where you should come from before you get to your watch list. <laughs> okay? Kasi baka in-expect na parang meron lang uh, 
checklist, di ba? Parang may checklist lang. O, dapat RSI ganito, dapat yung ganito, dapat ito. Tapos yun na, may watchlist ka na. Hindi siya ganun. After you have the strategy, okay? The next part is market recognition and macro analysis. Okay. So again, this is, uh, I won't say na technicals na to, no? like we're, we're talking about the charts by, by here, but dahan-dahan, no? from something that is very personal to you, like your trader profile, then you move to the strategy, which is technically your system, na hinimay mo ng konti. And then we move now to market recognition. So dito lang papasok yung uh, slightly or partially technicals. Right? So titingin ka na sa chart, and then you'll begin to ask yourself, where is the market right now? What is the market doing? Okay. And there are many ways to do this. Okay. The, the most simple way is if you're trading like PSE, titingnan mo yung index. Diba? Yun yung pinaka-basic approach. Eh. Look at the index. Okay. And uh, alam nyo ba, some people, they've been trading for quite a while. They don't even know ano ba talaga yung index. Okay. They just think na PSEI is just like a random number that that uh, monitors the performance of the PSE. Okay. Hindi siya ganun, ha? Wait, ano, yung, ano yung PSEI? Yung price na nakita mo sa PSEI, kunwari ngayon, no? it's 7,000. That is the weighted price of all the stocks na blue chips lang. Okay, yun yung gusto kong maintindihan nyo if you're trading PSE. Yung PSEI, blue chips lang yan ang nandyan. So meaning, anything na nangyayari sa mga basura stocks, mga third liners, second liners, hindi siya nakafactor in doon sa index. So if you just like, you want to know the the overall market, tapos tiningnan mo lang yung PSEI, medyo may mismatch doon. Okay? Because the blue chips are not the overall market. They're, they're just the blue chip stocks. Same with, ano, same with uh, crypto. So if you're trading crypto, a lot of traders, ang approach nila, they look at BTC, they look at Bitcoin, and then using Bitcoin as the basis, yun yung parang ginaga ginagamit nila to understand what's happening in the overall market. So if Bitcoin is breaking out, and therefore the whole market is breaking out. Okay? Pero talong, no? sa, sa crypto kasi guys, mataas yung correlation factor ng Bitcoin sa altcoins. Okay? And what I mean by correlation factor is how how much in terms of percentage are they correlated? So parang if Bitcoin moves by 5%, ano yung movement sa other stocks? Okay? We can talk about this. Uh, this is, again, quite technical. No? Like if you're familiar with yung mga beta, okay, nalinig yun na ba yung term na yan? If you're studying like accounting before or finance, and then you encounter this word, yung word na beta. Beta is like a parang correlation. Like if the overall market moves by this amount, how much will this stock or this coin move? Okay? So, sa crypto, medyo ano siya, medyo okay lang na Bitcoin yung tingnan mo kasi mataas yung correlation factor. Mataas yung um, relationship ng movement ng mga altcoins or other coins aside from Bitcoin with what's happening with Bitcoin. But when it comes to stocks, hindi ganun siya kataas. Merong relationship but not really like as high as what's happening in crypto. Then you go to Forex. Sa Forex naman, talagang iba. <laughs> so, wala, meron bang index yung Forex? Parang wala, no? 
because forex kasi pairs siya eh. So forex pairs like euro USD, di ba? So and sometimes uh, the movements are ano sila like uh tawag nito inverse, di ba? If this one is moving, the other one is going down, the other one is going up and so on and so forth. Yan. So DXY daw sabi ni Jake. So hindi ko hindi ko masyado master yung forex, yung ano ko talaga yung niche No, not niche. Yung main market ko talaga is PSE and yung sub-market ko is crypto. Okay? So, itong dalawa yung medyo napag-aralan ko. So, when it comes to market recognition, what I'm trying to say is it's not just about looking the index. Okay? You can do that. Pero ako, I don't settle with the index. Uh, what I do is gumagawa ako ng, <laughs> ng own indicator ko. Okay? If, if that makes sense. Okay? So, Uh, I I did a lot of testing and what I parang devised for me ha, para lang talagang ma-quantify ko kung ano yung status ng market is. Kinuha ko like kunarin sa PSE ha. Kinuha ko lahat ng stocks na may at least 2 million value traded for each day. So diba if you're trading PSE, every stock meron silang value traded for the day. Okay, value traded is different from volume. Okay, volume is the shares. Na, na trade value is the turnover like volume times price so tinitingnan ko and yung cut off ko is like 2 million so lahat ng stocks na may above 2 million value traded nasaan sila in terms of their 52 week range so if um nakapag-attend kayo ng discussion ko before sa quants na ginagamit natin inside PR so th if this is the 52 week high And this is the 52-week low. Okay? So basically, ito siya. Ito yung 52-week range. Okay, nakita nyo ba yung drawing? Can I confirm if you can see the drawing? Kasi baka mamaya nag-drawing ako. So hindi nyo pala nakikita. Okay? So again, ha, this is the 52-week high. The 52-week low. If you don't know how to get the 52-week high and low, then... <laughs> ko. <laughs> diba? Dapat alam natin yan. At minimum, even if you're a complete beginner, you, know, you should know how to do that. So you look at the chart, tingnan mo yung one year na worth of candles, plot mo yung high, plot mo yung low. That's a 52-week range. So what I do is, nasaan yung stocks sa range na to? So are they in the middle of the range? Are they near the 52-week high? Are they um, near the 52-week low? Did, did they just make a new 52-week low for the day? So, yun yung kinikip, kinikip track ko. Not just the index stocks, but all the stocks na may value turnover na at least 2 million. Then, from there, what I do is I get the average of everything. Okay? So, you won't see this approach. I think, ha, uh, kung hindi man ako yung first na gumawa nito, kung meron mang iba, it's very, uh, ano sa kanila, parang ibang variation. So, ako, I was uh, trying to like, make my process better like gusto ko mas ma-quantify ano ba yung nangyayari sa market okay? hindi ako satisfied just by looking at the index so ginawa ko to and what I noticed is every time there is a bull market for the past like 10 years in the PSEI every time there is a bull market it always starts with this number going at least above 40 okay And what, what I mean by that, di ba? Kasi if this is the range, if 52-week ay 52-week low, if nasa gitna yung stock, okay, nandyan siya. Nandyan yung current price niya. So, ibig sabihin, 
percent siya, nasa 50% siya ng 52-week high and 52-week low range. If nandito naman siya, let's say nasa 3-fourths na siya ng range na to, so 75% na. So yan yung parang kinukuha ko, average ng lahat. And in my testing, when the average okay, reaches at least 40, yun yung parang first signs na there is an incoming bull market. So ganun yung approach ko guys, it's very uh, very quantified, okay? very data driven and that's work, what's working for me. That's how I do my market recognition and macro analysis. Okay? Sa crypto naman, my approach is hindi ganito, okay? medyo iba kasi sa ano kasi no, sa PSE I'm a momentum trader. Ito, to a perfect example para lang makita niyo yung difference. So alam ko na Sa PSE, momentum trader ako. Check. Okay, I know my trading profile. Strategy. Okay, anong ginagamit ko? ZFT system. ZFT system na may halong personal touch na. So, may mga indicators, may mga in, uh, ano to? may mga setups ako na parang ang foundation niya is ZFT pero dinevelop ko na siya over the years to fit the way I trade. Okay, so strategy check. And then market recognition. Dahil alam ko na momentum trader ako. At dahil alam ko na yung ZFT at personal touch ko is ganito yung nature niya. Pagdating sa market recognition, I want the overall market to be bullish. Okay, first signs of bullishness. Kasi doon nangyayari yung mga momentum na moves. So kaya ganito yung naging approach ko. Because again, it's influenced by this. Okay? Now in the crypto market, iba naman yung approach ko. Okay, I, I don't look at momentum. Okay, hindi syempre gusto ko may momentum but hindi yun yung main reason why I would go in or go out sa crypto. Okay? I don't do futures trading in crypto if you're wondering. I only do spot trading. Meron akong futures trading but what I'm doing in my futures account is testing, puro testing. Gumagawa ako ng mga algorithm, gumagawa ako ng mga bot. Okay? So, I don't trade the futures like manually. Nagko-code ako ng strategy tapos yun yung pinapa-trade ko. Live, ano yan, live trading. I'll share that some other time kasi yun, medyo, ano yun, medyo advanced na siya. But just to give you idea that pwede palang ganun. That's possible if you want to do that. But in my spot trading account, what I do is I wait for cycles. Okay? And all markets are driven by cycles, right? And hindi na, um, hindi na purely technical approach yung ginagawa ko sa crypto, no? Like, some are trading the crypto market using 3 minute, 1 minute, 15 minute chart and they're very profitable with that kasi sa crypto sobrang volatile eh, If there's volatility, talagang volatile talaga. Like gagalaw ng 20-50% sa isang araw or minsan sa isang oras lang yung mga stocks or I mean yung mga coins, right? Ako I don't I'm not fascinated with that kind of um, approach. Ang gusto ko sa crypto is I can participate in the cycles. And di ako expert with this, no? This is all in the testing phase. Kasi pumasok lang ako sa crypto market noong 2021 lang. In fact, hindi ko nga na masyadong nakapitalize yung bull market na nangyari, di ba? So medyo risk averse kasi ako, eh. So only recently na I'm trying to like understand ano ba yung cycle sa crypto. That's my approach. So, hindi ko ito tinitingnan. Okay? So, on the other side of the coin, what I do is I look at cycle. And part of looking cycles in the crypto market is gauging sentiment. And the way I gauge sentiment in crypto is, hindi sa charts, 
Okay? I look at like social media. Yun yung ginagamit ko. Particularly Twitter. So sa Twitter kasi, andun yung lahat ng uh, most of the degen. Yun yung term, di ba? Most of the most crypto traders. Siguro sabihin natin mga 80 to 90%. Kung talagang yung legit na crypto trader, ha, it's they, they are all in Twitter. Even the bots, okay, yung mga nakakainis na bot na nagsishill ng mga projects na scam, lahat sila, you, you won't see them too much in Facebook, although nandun din sila, but in Twitter, they're very pervasive there. Nandun sila lahat. And there's this, there's a correlation eh. The moment na there's this um, hype or medyo euphoric na doon sa social media na yun, okay, yun yung parang ginagamit na sentiment before the market moves to something significant, okay? So again, this is all in a testing phase. Kaya hindi ko siya, hindi ko siya like, kung gust, kahit gustuhin ko man ituro sa inyo pa, paano siya nangyayari, no? Hindi ko siya pa ma-explain because hindi pa ganun kataas yung level of mastery ko. But that's the kind of research that I'm, I'm doing right now when it comes to the crypto space, okay? So gauging yung mga, ano na to, yung mga terms like echo bubble. If, if you're reading my insights about the crypto market, you have probably heard about the echo bubble theory. Itong nangyaring rally ngayon sa crypto is not really a bull market rally, but it's a bear market rally to be the final exit liquidity for big players na naipit during the bull market. So anything that you're looking now, looking at now at the crypto market is um, hidden selling pressure yung nangyayari. That's my PC. Okay, yun yung belief ko. But I can be wrong I, I, and I'm okay if mali ako doon. Like if talagang mag-bull market tayo, then Masaya lahat, di ba? Kasi kikita lahat. Lalo na mga long traders like me. But, sa ngayon, my thesis is, this is not a bull market. Okay? So, yun. From there, no, like, doon pa lang, if, if I'm a crypto trader, and I know na yun yung thesis ko, yun yung belief ko, and hindi ako prove, hindi, pa, hindi ko pa nakikita sa chart, hindi ko pa nakikita sa sentiment na I'm proven wrong with that, hanggang dito lang yung approach ko. I won't even create my watch list. Okay? Dito pa lang, eh, harang na agad. So, I'm done. This is not the market that I want. Okay? Sa PSE ngayon, ah, ito yung market na gusto ko. So, I'm 60%, 60 to 70% allocated right now sa PSE market. Okay? So, kita nyo yung, yung difference. That's why, again, it's very important na dito pa lang, buhusan mo na talaga to ng pansin. Okay? Because the work behind watch listing is not in the setup. Hindi siya yung sa pattern. Nandun siya sa profile to the strategy to the market recognition. Okay? Um, inside PR, there is a webinar na ginawa ni Ken. Okay? Ako napanood yun, I think mga twice na, twice or thrice, in passing. It's a very good webinar about market recognition. So if hindi nyo pa yung nakikita na, I think nasa drive siya. Level 1 lang ba? Tama ba? Level 1 or level 2? So grind and try to watch that. Try to absorb yung mga diniscuss ni Ken. It's very game-changing. Okay? I'll also do my own uh, market recognition series. Pero hindi siya really just about market recognition. It's going to be understanding what I call volume cycle. Okay, ito medyo next level trading natin to. No? Hindi sa hinahype ko kayo, pero um... Yun naman yung goal namin, di ba, ng mga mentors here. Okay? Our goal is to enhance the edge that we have. Hindi lang edge namin, but edge nyo rin, no, as a community. So we're going to discuss volume cycles, maybe sometime this month. Okay, depende if like medyo makabakante tayo. 
Same time lang naman yan sa Ask DFT, 9pm Sunday. Okay? So, there is, there are different ways to look at where the market is. Yung mga share ko, yun lang yung uh, mga approach na alam ko. No? So, index, analysis, yung iba tumitingin sa uh, BTC dominance, sa ano to, USDT dominance, yung relationship ng BTC sa Ethereum. Okay? So, there are so many approaches how you can recognize where the market is. Okay? But you have to have an approach. So, yun yung point dito. Hindi pwedeng after the strategy, watchlist na. Dapat meron ka nito. Okay? Naintindihan ba? Especially sa mga beginners, sa mga medyo baguhan dito. Do, do you understand kahit sabihin natin medyo advanced or medyo may mga concepts dito na sabihin natin kailangan yung talagang bigyan pa ng further pansin but do you understand why this is important? Okay? So next tayo ah. Uh, lima lang ata to eh. So fourth one. So dito yung bulk of the work. Okay? Bulk of the work. I need to emphasize this. Kasi after that, it's going to be very easy for you to create your watchlist. Okay? In fact, pwede ko na itong i-discuss ng isang daanan na lang. So once you know this one, this one, and you, you have an approach on how to recognize the market, dito lang talaga papasok yung um, specific watchlist. Okay? Let's start with the minimum criteria. The minimum criteria is, isipin yung ganito, no? If you're a... If you're an HR officer and merong hiring sa company nyo, di ba may mga aplikante? Before you like even uh, post the job hiring, meron siyang description, di ba? And what you put there are minimum requirements. So dapat college graduate. So college graduate, na four-year course, may master's degree, tapos dapat 10 years of work experience, tapos dapat single and below 25 years old pa ba yon <laughs> so 10 years uh, ano to 10 years work work experience pero below 25 years old tapos yung job description office clerk 350 pesos per hour minimum pay <laughs> ganun yung mga memes about ano eh, job hiring no? very lalo na daw sa Pilipinas right may what uh, kidding aside pagdating sa watchlisting ganun din dapat Isipin mo guys, or isipin nyo guys, yung portfolio mo, kompanya yan. It's a business. And tama naman, di ba? Like trading is a business. Your portfolio is the, it's the physical representation of your trading business. Okay? Tama? Papapasukin mo ba yung mga mediocre or unqualified na mga empleyado sa portfolio mo? Di ba hindi? Okay, that's just basic, ano, di ba? So, in your watchlist, dapat meron kang minimum criteria. Any coin, any stock, any CFD, any forex pair na hindi pasok sa minimum criteria should not, do not deserve your attention. Okay? Kahit may setup siya. Oh, yun yung ano doon. Yun yung parang clincher. Okay? Kasi pwedeng ganito, di ba? Maganda yung chart. May setup. Maganda yung pattern. Pero, May minimum criteria ka kasi na dapat yung value turnover or yung value average niya for the past 5 days is at least 
10 million dollars. Sabi natin ganun. And you can measure this, no? You can have an indicator in TradingView or Investagrams na ilalagay niya doon ano yung traded value for the day. So, meron kang cut-off na 10 million dollars. Siguro kasi isang billion na yung worth mo. Big trader ka na. So, kahit may mga setup, diba? kahit may nakita mo na, uy, ito pwede trade, maganda, kasi slingshot, blah, 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 blah. Pero, oops, hindi pasado, may minimum criteria, so, automatically out. Naiintindihan? So, minimum criteria can vary from trader to trader. Some traders, ang minimum criteria nila is, well, liquidity. Ako, ganun ako, no? So, may minimum criteria is 5 million pesos. Average value in PSE. Sa crypto, wala kasing ano eh. Sa, sa crypto kasi parang lahat liquid. Okay? Magiging illiquid na lang siya siguro pag isang 1 million dollars yung portfolio mo. O yun, medyo mag-ano ka na. Medyo isipin mo na yung liquidity. But majority of the time, especially if there's volatility and there's a cycle happening in crypto, talagang may liquidity yan. So wala akong masyadong ganun. Okay? What I do have as a minimum criteria in crypto is dapat yung coin na trade ko is a top 50 coin. Hindi pala, sorry, not top 50, top 20 coin. Okay. So may mga ganun ako. So if you're not part of the top 20 coin, I, I don't care if you move like 1,000%. Hindi, hindi ganun yung na-imagine ko na gusto kong i-trade. Yes, masarap i-trade yun. Okay. I'm not saying na kung wala akong opportunity to trade those moves, eh hindi ko siya kukunin. Okay? Di naman ako ma-pride na nakita ko na na, uy, maganda to ah. So, pero, ay, ayaw kong kumita dyan. Di naman ganun. Okay? But, by default, okay, yung basic like framework ko in watchlisting is dapat at least top 20 coin siya. Okay? Sa, li sa liquidity, Sir Francis, I, I don't do separation, market cap. Okay? Hindi, hindi ko nakina-classify yan as blue chip ba or what. Diba? Although sa PSE pala, hindi ako nagtitrade ng blue chip like 90% of the time. Kasi yung mga na, na kong setups na tinitrade ko talaga are not really good in terms of expectancy sa mga blue chips. Okay? So for some reason. So again, makikita mo, makikita mo yan guys pag nag-backtest kayo na uh, ang setup na to, hey, di pala siya effective sa ganitong klaseng big cap stocks. Pero okay siya pagdating sa mga basura or third liners na nagkaroon ng liquidity. Okay? So, that's my approach. So, minimum criteria, pwedeng value, pwede ding, uh, sorry, volatility. Okay? So, let's say, hindi ka mag-trade ng stock na yung average volatility niya is less than 2%. Yun na yung cut-off mo. So, gusto mo yung medyo mabibiling. Kung sa crypto naman, no, pwedeng ganito. Okay? Some traders, like China Bosley, and some of uh, day traders in crypto, ang cut-off nila, everyday, no? pag, kasi pag day trader ka, gumaga, gumagawa ka ng watchlist everyday, most of the time. Right? Yung cut-off nila is they just look at the, yung, ano to? Yung heat map, alam mo yun? Sa, sa Binance kasi, diba, para makita mo doon yung sa front page, pag may mobile app ka, makita mo ano yung nasa heat map, ano yung pinaka-tinitrade, for the day. And they just focus on that. Okay? If, if you're a day trader, hindi, hindi pwede dyan. Or most of the time, it's not ideal na mag-trade ka ng sobrang dami. Okay? Kaya believe ako kay Boss D kasi pag nag-trade siya ng crypto, okay? technically, parang more on intraday swing trading yung ginagawa yan, di ba? Pero pag nag-open siya ng positions, marami siyang hawak. 
Okay? That's, yun naman yung way niya of capitalizing on the volatility. Okay? O, ano siya, um, I won't say overexposed, but he maximizes the exposure of his fork to capitalize on the volatility. Okay? Siyempre, doon na din papasok yung conviction. But if you look at the coins na tinitrade niya, these are not random coins. Okay? And if you ask him, ang ginagawa niya talaga is nagpo-focus siya doon sa at least the top 10 most traded for the day. Okay? So, yun yung cut-off niya. Yung iba, ganito. Ang minimum criteria nila is um, dapat may hype or rumor or disclosure or something na parang game game changer sa fundamentals. Okay? So, we're talking about um, other trading systems na incorporated sa kanila yung ganitong mga aspects. So, sa atin kasi sa GFT, more on technicals na tayo. But there are trading systems na yun yung kanilang minimum criteria. Kahit maganda yung chart, pag wala yung story, okay, walang narrative behind, walang um, speculation, and hindi and, and yung trader hindi siya aware of that speculation, hindi niya ito-trade. Okay, kahit maganda yung chart. Minervini, if you read his book, okay, di ba meron siyang tinatawag na Kanslim, tama ba? Kanslim approach. That's why guys, if, if you're a trader, you really need to do your own research. Read books, read about all this stuff, di ba? Ano yung Kanslim approach? Hindi ko din alam. <laughs> Pero nabasa ko siya and meron si Minervini before siya tumitingin sa technicals, before, before siya titingin sa charts, right? Titingnan niya muna itong Kanslim. Ewan ko anong meaning nito. Pero mas in-improve niya to, di ba? Parang ginawa niyang SEPA, tama ba? So, medyo fundamental yung laman nitong framework niya. Any stock na hindi pasok doon sa framework na yun as a minimum criteria, hindi niya titingnan kahit may setup pa yan whatsoever. Okay? So, clear ba? Anong ibig sabihin natong minimum criteria? Okay? So, siguro at minimum, pan intended. So, siguro at minimum, dapat ang minimum criteria mo as a trader, pinaka very simple to apply in your trading is value turnover. Or basically liquidity. Okay. This is a good um, minimum criteria for me. Lalo na pag newbie ka. Kasi madali lang siya tingnan. Okay. Tingnan mo lang, kunwari sa PSE, tingnan mo lahat. O, alin dyan yung above 5 million. O, any stocks na below that, wala na. Hindi mo na yung titignan. Okay. Kung crypto naman, pwedeng ganun din. O, top 10, most traded for the week, for top 20 coins. Any stock or any, uh, sorry, any coin na wala dyan, hindi yung pasok sa company ko. Hindi pasok sa port ko. Kasi they are not qualified. Okay? So, it can be as simple as that or it can be as sophisticated as um like what Minervini does, di ba? Medyo tala, meron talaga siyang research on it. It depends. Again, this takes time. Kailangan mo talaga siyang pag-aralan and you have to be open to the fact na hindi mo ito ma-figure at out agad in one go. Like, hindi to guys, na after yung makinig tonight, okay na. Like, marunong ka na, like, mas maganda na talaga yung watchlist creation mo, no? So, this is, or this will take some work from you. After the minimum criteria, Titingnan mo na yung technicals. O ba? Yung technicals, nandito siya. Second to the last part. So, dito na papasok yung patterns. Like, if you're using RSI, using MAs, 
so on and so forth. Yung mga conditions natin like AOTS, okay, dapat RSI above 70, dapat yung Fibonacci above 38.2. Okay? This will only make sense or this will be more value adding. I think that's the right term. Okay? Mas magiging value adding tong mga technical criteria mo if you have this framework set up for you. Okay. I'm not saying na hindi ka pwedeng mag-trade na diretso ka na dito. Kasi may mga traders gawin yung approach. Again, if you Google or YouTube, try to search best trading strategy. Subukan nyo lang, Google or YouTube. Ang unang makikita mo talaga is, okay, the best trading strategy is the crossover of the EMA20 with the EMA200 with the RSI above 50 and with the Fibonacci above 50%. Okay, that's the best trading strategy. Ganun yung makikita mong content, right? But if you're a wise trader and you know na technicals is just one aspect, alam mo na yung sinasabi, although it, it might be correct, it might be a profitable uh, approach, pero behind that, yun yung hindi nila, hindi nila madalas na explain. Okay? Because behind this is ito. So again, this is the easy this is the easy work. Ito yung easy work. Kasi ito alam mo na to eh. Yan yung madalas na tinuturo kahit sa ZFT. Yan, yan naman talaga yung tinuturo natin, ba? MAs and all the indicators and how to combine them and integrate them to create setups. Okay? And from there, prioritization. So ito na yung last. Prioritization is basically lahat ng pumasa from here hanggang dito. Okay? Imagine niyo na parang dito sa trading profile like ah, before before the trading profile pa lang. Like if you're trading crypto, meron kang 2000 points. Sabihin lang natin, 2000 points. Okay. Pero yung trading profile mo is day trader ka. So dun pa lang dahil trade day trader yung yung pinili mong profile, 2000 coins din pwedeng i-trade yan lahat, di ba? So as a day trader, where is volatility for the day? Well, that's the question of the day trader. Very different from a trend follower. A trend follower will look at the market and ask, which coins or which stocks are in the early stages of their trend? Okay. Nakikita nyo? Nakikita nyo ba yung, yung difference ng, ng mindset ng mga iba't ibang profile? Yung difference ng way or manner of questioning nila? So, di ba, trend follower, where, where, which points or stocks are in the early stages of their trend? That's where I want to be. A position trader will ask, which of this ay nasa accumulation? A momentum trader will ask, which of these are showing uh, good breakouts na tumutuloy? Diba? So, very different. So, from 2,000 coins, a day, a day trader will ask, which of these coins have um, volatility for the day, or siguro kung hindi man for the day, for the week. So sa 2,000 coins na yan, titingnan niya lang yung uh, Binance or anumang platform niya, and titingnan niya lang yung 20 na pinaka-traded. So from 2,000, 20 na lang. Okay, anong strategy niya? Ah, ang strategy ko is, I'm day trading the 5-minute chart. Okay? Sa so 5-minute chart, I'm doing swing trading. Oh, pwedeng ganun ha. So yung swing trading, hindi yan, parang daily chart lang. So you're doing swing trading in the 5-minute or hourly chart or in the 15-minute chart. So as a swing trader in this time frame, 
ka-20 coins na to, alin sa kanila, yung based on historical moves, ang ideal i-trade with that kind of strategy. Kasi if yung, yung itong 20 coins na, o oh nga, traded nga sila, diba? they are nasa heatmap sila ng broker or nasa heatmap sila ng indicator mo. Pero, isa or dalawa dyan, yung moves na ginagawa nila is hindi pang swing trading. Like masyadong whippy, masyadong uh, choppy ang ginagawa. Diba? That's not the kind of um, coin that you want to be participating in. Gusto mo yung malinis yung swings, okay? very clear yung mga higher lows, okay? or very, very clear yung mga swing highs and swing lows. Okay? That's the kind of uh, coin that you want to trade. So from 20, sabi natin maging 10. So, doon pa lang, ha? sa strategy pa lang yun. Then you go to market recognition. Okay? Is this the kind of market that I want to trade this strategy? Okay? Based on my backtesting or based sa tinuro ng mentor ko, tama ba na i-trade ko itong swing trading approach sa ganitong market na bear market and all of these um, other conditions that's happening in the macro side of things? If the answer to that is no, wala na, stop. Therefore, I won't trade. No watch list. Diba? Very simple. If your answer to that is yes, great, proceed. What's my minimum criteria? Oh, minimum criteria, sabi natin, uh, a day trader kasi may mga redundancies dito, right? So, day trader, minimum criteria niya is dapat nasa, sabi natin, top 3. So, dito sa, dito sa ano niya, sa, sa trading profile niya, diba? yung 2,000 coins na naging 20, yan yung nasa heatmap. Pero this time, sa 20 na yan, yung top 3 lang, na pinaka-liquid, pinaka-traded, na hindi choppy. Okay? Para pasok doon sa strategy niya. So, from 23 na lang. Really, okay na yan, di ba? <laughs> Diyan pa lang. Pero kung gusto pa talaga niya, like, okay, sa 3 na yan, what's the technical criteria? Yung na yung structure, let's say, sa 3, naging 2 na lang. Tapos, prioritization. Okay, sa dalawa na to, kaya ko ba silang i-prioritize both? If the answer is yes, then, okay, fine. Okay na sila, priority sila dalawa. Pero what if ang lumabas dito is, Let's say, 20 names. Okay? So, different cases lang, ha, para makita nyo lang. So, sa 20 names na yan, how will I prioritize? How will I rank them? There are many ways to rank. Okay? Pero, um, pwede mong ipagsama-sama yung mga ways na ito. No? Like, one way of ranking is, syempre, by looking at the risk-reward ratio. Okay? Saan sa kanila yung may pinaka malayo pa sa next resistance. Okay, that's measurable. Tama ba? Can you can you measure the distance of where the um, coin or where the stock is right now sa next resistance? Siyempre, part part of doing that is having a framework on how to identify resistances. Okay? Kasi pag lahat ng lahat ng levels na nauntog siya is i-consider mo na resistance, that's going to be problematic. So dapat meron ka talagang way Okay, this is, for me, a major resistance in this time frame. So, i-plot mo lahat sa 20 names na yan, ipa-plot mo lahat ng resistances, tapos, let's say, nandito yung price. O, susukatin mo. Ito siya, um, 10%. Yung isa naman, 12%. Yung isa naman, 15%. So, kukunin mo yung at least, o, sabi natin, yung criteria mo dito sa prioritization is yung pinakamalayo sa next resistance that's going to be my priority. Kasi yun yung may mas pinakalamalaking upside. Okay? Example lang to ha. So, a trader would approach it that way. Pero pwede ding baliktad. Diba? 
So, not necessarily yung pinakamalapit sa resistance, pero pipiliin mo yung hindi sobrang layo but hindi din sobrang lapit. Like somewhere in the middle. And, and the logic behind that is gusto mo ng quick move lang. So, ito medyo malapit na sa resistance. I'm just looking at a 5 to 7 candle move. So, yun yung gusto mong i-trade. So, yung pipiliin mo. Hindi ganun kataas yung percentage na uh, reward but in terms of the speed on how you're going to get in and get out of the market, mas mabilis. Okay? So, may ibang trader, ganun yung approach. So, yan. Pwede RRR. Pwede din. You can use the same minimum criteria that you have. So, if your minimum criteria is, let's say, value, so let's say, may cut-off ka na 2 million. Okay? Yan yung cut-off mo. Pagdating mo sa prioritization, pipiliin mo yung may pinakamataas na liquidity. The biggest liquidity. Ito sa equities, very applicable. Like sa PSE, kung meron kang sampung names na tinitingnan, lahat sila maganda yung setup, lahat sila pasado sa minimum, technical, etc. Lahat sila pasok sa market recognition. And naguguloan ka, alam mong hindi mo kayang i-trade yung sampu na yan sabay-sabay. Focus ka dun sa pinaka-liquid. Okay? Because the higher the liquidity, the more participation, the more participation, the higher the chance na pwedeng mag-materialize yung setup. Kasi if all the participants are bullish on it, then mas malakas yung force to push the prices higher. Okay, that's the logic why it makes sense the equities na liquidity yung maging prioritization rule. Okay? Or pwede, priority, uh, prioritization or ranking mo is based on volatility. Alin sa kanila yung pinakamabilis? Or maybe you're looking at the strength of the trend. Alin sa kanila yung may pinakamabilis na trail sa moving average. Ah, lahat sila okay yung setup pero yung isa MA trail niya 20 MA. Pero ito, ang MA trail niya is EMA 10. Okay? Exponential moving average 10. So doon siya nagte-trail, doon nag-hover yung prices. Hindi niya na-break yung EMA 10. Tapos momentum trader ka. Okay? So momentum trader ka, nakita mo may sampung uh, names ka na pwede mong i-trade sa watchlist. Paano mo sila ipaprioritize? Pili ka ano yung pinaka mabilis yung trend. Kasi again, momentum trader ka. Nagigets ba guys? Okay. So, dapat um, to like conclude all of this, ang, ang gusto kong makita nyo dito is it's really interconnected. Okay, All of this are related with each other. Yes, ano siya, no? approach siya, step by step, pababa. But, it doesn't mean na nandito ka na, wala ka nang pakialam dito. Okay? So, this can influence this one, and this one can influence this one. And so on and so forth. Okay? Kaya pa sir, personally, um, RR versus liquidity, alin po pinipili nyo? I really go for um, liquidity. And the only reason behind is, kasi again, sa backtesting ko, lalo na sa PSE, Okay. If you just focus on the most liquid names and ignore anything na illiquid na choppy and pangit yung ano, pangit yung, basta yung pangit yung liquidity. Okay. You just focus on those names. You will have a better equity curve. Okay. You may not have the best performance. Siyempre, iba pa rin, di ba? Pag yung mga biglang lukso na moves from 10%, next day, up na siya 50%, yung mga ceiling place. Okay, okay yun. But again, ano ba yung parang <coughs> gusto mo? So ako, I'm 
mas gusto ko na even if hindi man ganun kataas yung percentage returns na kaya kong i-generate, okay, but gusto ko smooth yung equity curve. Very small drawdowns. Okay? I'm a uh, to, big basher of big drawdowns. Ayaw na ayaw ko talaga ng malalaking drawdowns. Yung gumagalaw yung port ng by the 20 to 30% downwards, okay? that's a drawdown, right? If you're keeping track of your account, yung mga ganyang moves, okay? this is a drawdown. Ayaw ko niyan. Okay? Siguro yung minimum drawdown na parang for me na tolerable if you're managing a portfolio is maybe at 15%. Okay? Yan yung pinaka-maximum. If you suffered a drawdown like beyond 15%, tapos wala namang nangyari sa market, like hindi naman na, na bankrupt yung broker mo or hindi naman na tinakbuhan yung stock, di ba? Kung, pero nagka-15% drawdown ka. For me, something is wrong with how you're trading. Okay? But again, that's just me. Okay? So, yun. That's why I focus on liquidity. Okay? Gets ba? So, kanya, do you have any questions on this? Ayos ba yung ano natin? Ayos ba yung um, topic natin? Okay, so yeah, tignan natin na yung mga questions. Uh, th this is the time that you have to ask questions. Katinang ilong ko guys. Kasi I know, especially if you're a beginner, marami dito na parang new or maybe a little bit overwhelming but I'm not just discussing this just for the sake na parang para lang may gawin kayong added work. No? As always, this is for you. Okay? Tignan natin. Tignan natin. So, we have a question here from Sir Francis. Sir, question about liquidity. Do you compare its daily value from the average value para masabi mo na priority yung isang stock? Kasi if the market is more than the market cap is more than 30 billion, most liquid siya compared sa mabilaw 30 billion. Um, sa prioritization kasi, sir, di ba nandito na tayo sa last part? Right? Dito na yun eh. So, when you say like market cap, nafa-factor in na siya dito sa minimum criteria. So, meron kasi akong minimum criteria na dapat yung volatility niya is at least 2% average move per day. Okay? So, yung 2% na yan, what happens is, if I, 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 I apply that minimum qualification, most of the blue chip names will go out the uh, universe. Okay? Lalabas na siya sa trading universe So, pagdating dito sa prioritization, okay na sa akin na kahit liquidity na lang yung titingnan ko or average value na lang. Kahit hindi ko na i-factor in kung yung market cap niya ganito, ganyan. Okay? So, long as may liquidity siyang ganito. Kasi dito pa lang, okay, sa, dito pa lang sa fourth level, napa-factor out ko na yung mga ganong uh, concept. Gets ba? Sir Francis? Does that make sense? Okay. So, yun ha, dapat, dapat talaga, like, each of this flow has a logic or reason behind. Starting from your trading profile up to your actual watchlist na meron kang prioritization sa kanila. Okay, we have another question from Sir Ren. Sir, dun sa strategy, paano po bang nalalaman kung yung why or how do setups work? Simple lang, sir, you back this. Okay. There's a reason 
eto hindi ko talaga maintindihan bakit a lot uh, many traders are not in love with backtesting. Okay, alam niyo ba? If only you understand the value that you can get from backtesting, nakaka-addict siya. <laughs> to the point na minsan parang kailan mo nang sabihan yung sarili mo na wait, tama na muna mag-backtest. Okay? Umabot ako sa point na ganun eh. So, backtesting supports your execution. If you understand the data, pagdating sa execution, hindi ka mag-hesitate. Like, example ah, like if, if you backtest, tas nakita mo sa backtesting mo na, ah, itong setup pala na to, so, ah, nasa ano lang siya, 35% win rate, and there will be instances na magkakaroon ako ng losing streak na at least 5. Okay? So, based doon sa data, normal lang yung losing streak na 5. So, pag nag-execute ka, naka, naka-experience ka ng losing streak, and you're not doing anything wrong, you're just following your rules, hindi ka matatakot, like, hindi ka mag-worry. Kahit down yung fork mo ng 5-6% because of that losing streak, okay ka lang. Kasi you know that according to this strategy, if gagawin mo lang siya, follow all the rules, you discipline, tamang position sizing, at the end of like 100-200 trades, you'll come out profitable. Okay. Yung maganda doon. So, pagdating sa strategy, ganun lang din. Pa- paano malalaman how or why setups work? You backtest. Kasi from the backtesting, doon na makikita na, ah, kaya pala ito nag-work. Kasi, yung context kung saan siya nag-work is the trend is up or the volume is contracting or volatility is contracting. Diba? It's only when you see the data. And, that's the time you understand it. Okay? Gets? <coughs> Follow up. Parang for me, sa backtesting yung how po. Nasasagot. Pero yung kung why, no. Okay? That, uh, for me, the uh, the why part of why setups work can be answered to backtesting. Kasi, yung how is more on the data side. Yung why is more on the insights you get from the backtesting. Okay? Hindi ko siya, hindi ko siya exactly ma-explain pa, ano, but anyone here na nagba-backtest tapos parang just because doing the backtesting, bigla mong ma-realize na, kaya pala ito nag-work. Okay? The reason pala why this setup works is because this is happening in the charts or ito yung parang context ng setup. Diba? Anyone experience that? If hindi nyo yung experience, okay, fine. So, ako lang siguro. Pero, for me, uh, backtesting can answer both why and how. Okay. Uh, part, syempre sir Ren, no? um, you you need to also do a little bit of research. Okay. Ako, I do a lot of research. Uh, siguro parang ano na talaga yan, no? parang embedded na siya sa personality ko. Like, I don't I don't risk unless I really understand what I'm risking. So, ganun sa trading, ganun sa strategy, even with the very micro stuff, like mas specific indicators. Like, hindi ko gagamitin yung indicator na to just because nakita ko na ginagamit siya ni Ken or ginagamit siya ng ibang traders. No. Gusto ko maintindihan why is this indicator value-adding sa akin. Pag hindi ko siya nakita ang value-adding, hindi ko siya gagamitin. Okay? So, ganun yung approach. <coughs> As a breakout trader, consider niyo din ba kung nasaan na yung move from its previous lows, kung ilang percent na siya umakyat bago consider as part of your watchlist or prioritizations. As a breakout trader, ang talagang consider ko is what's 
what's happening or what happened before the breakout. Okay? So, if you're asking like context-wise, yes. Because not all breakouts are made the same. Some breakouts are, I don't know the right word, but gagamitin ko lang yung word na beautiful. Okay? Some breakouts are really beautiful. Kasi, yung context bago nangyari yung breakout, kumaga parang everything is telling you na this is going to break out. Okay, maybe not 100% certain, but everything is telling you okay, this stock will break out. Kailangan mo na lang talagang hintayin yung breakout before you trade it. Or yung iba, in-anticipate yung breakout. And sometimes I do that, but very particip- uh, participation shares lang. Yung bulk talaga ng crunch ko is if it breaks out or if it hits this level na masabi ko na tutuloy yung breakout. So yes, context is important. Pero yung mga percent, ganyan, yung previous lows, uh, no, I don't, no longer look at that. That will only lead you to analysis paralysis for me. Okay? So again, Sir Francis, ah, um, if you want to follow this framework, bulk of the analysis is here. Okay? Dito yung analytical, ito yung parang kailangan detailed ka talaga. Kasi if you've done the work here, if you've done the anal- analytical part here, pagdating mo dito, low-brainer na lang siya. Checklist na lang yung mangyari dyan. Okay, pasok to, pasok, pasok. Priority ko is pinakamataas na value. That's it. May watch this ka. Okay, gets? Coach, sa crypto, momentum and style ng trades mo? Uh, no, I mentioned this a while ago. I don't do momentum trading in crypto. I do cyclical trading. So, and I only trade mainly spot market. Yung sa futures ko is testing, test portfolio siya for uh, trading bots or algorithm. Na hanggang ngayon, tinetest ko pa rin. More, almost a year na yung testing. Okay? Just gathering data. Okay? Any other questions? Wala na. So, uh, before we end, abangan nyo ha. Um, wala pa tayong dates for this but we'll be having a series of new content, new webinars coming from me. Um, we'll be really focusing on enhancing our edge this year kasi nakita natin na medyo gumaganda yung market. So, we have something in store for you pagdating sa volume cycles. Okay? And then, something about automated trading. Hopefully, siguro... Um, maybe around mid this year pag meron na lang enough data for it and then after that let's see where where we go okay so thank you guys um, hope you enjoy this webinar sana marami kayong natutunan see you again next Sunday um, goodbye this is Coach Cosmos and this is Ask VFT see you on the ticker Good night.